0: Dan Radio Style, hope everybody out there's having themselves a great day. Stop your ego from sabotaging. A lot of us don't quite get how the whole ego thing tends to work and backfire against us. Now there's adages, there's things we say as teachers to people that are meant to help you not do some of these egotistical things, such as do not talk about your manifestation while you're manifesting. And so many people have a hard time with this. Why? It's the ego got a lot of ego at work, and not just that situation, we'll cover more of that for sure, but also it tends to cause us to do things sometimes to prove to others that I am superior, that I'm somehow safe, that I'm somehow uh, morally in a good place, like I'm somehow spiritually evolved and I can walk through the valley of the shadow of death and, whoa, I shall fear no evil. Great. If you're proving that to yourself, fantastic. Do it, do it, do it. I always suggest trying to prove things to yourself. If you're trying to prove it to others, mm, bad ego, hello, strike two. You're you're gonna you're going to have a hard time with it. Now proving stuff to ourself, just one caveat. One of the things that happens frequently is we'll do the same thing over and over. We'll keep trying to prove something over and over. Show me a sign that this has happened. Show me a sign that this is happening. At a certain point, Universe, self, source, God, I don't know who the heck decides, seems to, our higher selves probably, say, mm, no more, I've already given you 50 signs to prove it, you keep asking, hello, either do you get it or you don't, again, that's ego, ego wants this like, pat on the back, this, hey, ow, it hurts, my, hang on, I, I do a good job, ow, oh, it hurts, Dan, I'm really good, I, I. that's what our ego's doing to him. There are places where ego probably comes in play, I don't know, after doing a lot of research on it, and and woefully, like, I'm so glad I'm not a psychology major, first off. One of the people that really stood out to me in my olden days that really simplified crazy psychology to a way that made sense to me anyway, and kind of works, and for all you psych majors, just relax, give me a little leniency, please. I'm not a psychology, I'm not trying to say, like, this is how it is. Like, I read into the the conscious, superconscious, or preconscious and subconscious. I read into the id, the ego, and the superego. Like, I, 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 yeah, I, but I don't want to confuse this issue. It gets very weird. Simply put, basically we've got, like, I see it as three parts to ourselves. There's essentially the subconscious, which is likened to a robot. It just does what it's told. It's non-personality. There's no sort of, like, do you want another game, right? Like, it's, it's boring. It doesn't care. All right, I will do this. It does. It's the crew of, of your ship that I've been frequently talking about. Doesn't give a crud. What's going on? Just a robot. Does what it's told. Meh, end of story. Now, you could tell it things that you necessarily, I was joking. robot's like, I do not have sense of humor, right? Like, and you're ah, crap. You're right. You don't. You never do. You always do what I tell you. That really sucks. I was joking. You didn't get the joke. That's that part of ourselves. Very important that we understand that, because as the talky part, the ego part of ourselves, the part that's conscious, whatever, however you want to call it, as that part of us exists and throughout the day has little discussions and conversations, the computer is listening to every word you say, and whatever you say, it does. So one thing to keep in mind, you got your conscious self, which I kind of liken to a child, or I don't, I think it was Millman likens to a child and it's the part of ourselves that kind of needs reassurance kind of will go along with you but certainly at times kind of has its own little like moment where it's like wait but this doesn't seem right or how long this is taking too long like it's that part of ourselves that's the child Now yeah, I frequently talk about we're driving to Disneyland they keep asking how long is it going to take for my manifestation to come true you're like whew We'll get there when we get there. It'll happen, and it happens. Goddard says in but a moment's time, right? But the subconscious self—it's like, but it's not here yet. There's the ego, which I think is the third part, and at least Millman kind of likens this part to that part of ourselves that's talking in our heads. That part of ourselves—it's like, hey, look at that, that big person, or hey, look at that over there. That's a weird color. Like, like that's that voice in our head. That's the the part that's like doing the play by play. Right, your conscious is like, "Oh, when are we gonna get there?" and your super subconscious is like, "I will make it." So, and the rest of us is like, "Ah, this is pretty groovy, man. I'm having a good time, rocking on, enjoying my biological body, and I'm enjoying my time. And these two other personalities are hanging out with me. I don't know who they are, but C-3PO and friggin', you know, Luke. I don't know, whatever. Right? It's going on. It's cool. Good times. We've got to realize that as the ego. We've got a lot of power to kind of control the ship. Freud kind of likens it to a horse and a rider, right? The horse is the id in his case, but I kind of see that more as the subconscious and preconscious, at least in his words, but it's more of that subconscious self. And there's a lot of power at work with the subconscious. Whatever you tell it, it does. It does. And it does it well. That's the thing that many of us don't get, right? The The chatty part of ourselves says a lot of stuff, And the subconscious goes, okay. And we don't realize we just said, yeah, you suck. Or yeah, I'm horrible. I bet you this happens to me. Watch, you know, like subconscious like, oh, okay. You want, sure. Yeah, I'll make that happen. Boom. Runs off. And there you go. You know, what you asked for just happened. The power of the subconscious is huge. It's likened to the horse. The rider is what he likens to the ego. And that's the conscious part. That's the part that's like usually, usually in control. But again, the subconscious is a very powerful beast. And sometimes the rider's just along for the ride. Sometimes the horse is going where the horse wants to go. I don't know if you've ever rented horses. We used to go up to this place in Lake Tahoe when I was younger, right? And the horses, when we'd go out, they'd pretty much let you do whatever the hell they want right? But the second you turned back, the horses knew they were going back to the stable. The horses knew you were getting the hell off them as soon as they got back to the stable. And the horses were looking forward to that. So guess what? Oddly, on the way back, you'd be trying to steer and speed them up, slow them down. No, they didn't want any of that. They're going where they're going. They don't give a crap what you think. They are done. So, Sometimes, the subconscious kind of runs off and does what it wants. Now, where the big problem is with this and why I'm doing the video. So many of us, when it comes to manifesting, get ourselves in a ton of trouble because of our ego. One example, we like to talk about what it is I'm manifesting. I'm manifesting a new house, new car, new boat, new ride, new this, new that. Check out my new threads. Problem is is when we talk about it, we open up a whole lot of other things on the outside. Now suddenly things outside of ourselves, things that are outside of our control for that matter too, start having an opinion because we've invited it in the sense of talking about it. Now the reason we're talking about it is we want all these people to see how great we are. We want these people to understand that i've found the secret i understand standing from the mountaintops going yeah i got this right and you're screaming it to everybody problem is that doesn't work you'll find that if someone's not ready to hear your message or see your story they always say knock and the door shall be opened for those who have the ears to hear and the eyes to see knock and the door shall be opened many aren't ready for that yet. You are. That's fantastic. But the reason you're doing it is because you're trying to prove, demonstrate, trying to show, trying to up yourself. Whenever we do that, it is almost assuredly a guarantee backfire. Whenever we talk about what we're manifesting from an ego standpoint, you will have people you talk to that are friendly. You guys should learn how to discern the good and the bad. There are people, like, you could have a conversation with me about your manifestation. i generally speaking, I shouldn't poo-poo all over it. Though, I will say, you know, I had one lady I was coaching who was just like, oh, wow, you really are in a tight jam. Like, it was even hard for me. <laughs> like, it, the reality of it hit me, and it's like, all right, so let's talk through this. Let's work through this. There's always a way. Let's steer the ship. So getting too stuck into letting other people's opinions or worrying about what they're doing can definitely cause some issues. One of the other things that tends to happen through the ego is since we see ourselves maybe spiritually evolved, maybe moving in a direction that we wish others, maybe someone close to us, maybe family members, that we wish they could see and understand the power of what we're doing, the power of my spiritualness, the power of law of attraction, the power of law of assumption, whatever. I want to show them. And so we try to demonstrate things that maybe when we're alone, we can pull off. But sometimes it's really funny. We have a, I work in IT, like I've said before, and we do these things where we'll do demos and we'll do all sorts of fun things. But demos are the funnest. Demos have this little bit of, (laughs) we got a lot of things I do to preface for a demo. And here's what I do. We have a demo, I'm gonna show off some software. I make sure I connect to the software. I test everything right before, and I don't do anything different. I leave all of that stuff open and ready to go. Does that guarantee it? No, not always, but almost always works perfectly. Anytime, and it's just funny how it works. Anytime, anybody, anybody on my team, anybody within the larger org, anytime they do, my big, big boss just did a demo and it happened to him and it cracked me up. He didn't test stuff, so he went into a room that he wasn't familiar with. Wi-Fi wasn't working properly. He couldn't get into the application properly. He was logged into a different thing. Like All these things were variables, (laughs) and it didn't work. His demo failed badly. My big, big boss, which is kind of funny when you're an underling watching your boss fail. You're like, (laughs) I've done that before. But it goes back to the point of trying to demonstrate something just for the sake of showing everybody how wonderful and great it is. You demonstrate to you, that's who matters. doesn't matter what others think or see. When you show up with the extra $100,000 in your bank account, the brand new house that you're inviting them over to, or the new car that you're now driving, or the new girlfriend that you show up with with at the Christmas party, that is how they find out. The ego wants everybody to know early, wants everybody to know in advance and the ego will shoot you in the foot every single time, every single time. And again, our motives are right. We're just trying to demonstrate, but the ego's like, nah, I want these people to see how far I've come. I want these people to see what I know. I want these people to see how great I am. And that is what gets us in trouble because otherwise who cares? Who cares what others think? That's what all of us teach in Law of Attraction. You're not looking on the outside world to decide what's real. You're constantly looking inward to make things happen outward. So why would you ever give a crud what anybody outside of you thinks, says, or does? That's us pushed out. So if he's saying something about me, it's him pushed out anyway. Who cares? Right? Like, just because he perceives me as such a way doesn't mean that's how I am. Now, maybe... I'm acting out his part. Maybe I walked into his world and he handed me a script and said, I want you to be aloof. And he'd be like, oh, I seriously don't have any time to talk to you, man. And he's like, come on, I just got this idea I want to run by you. And it's like, yeah, I, I get that. I just, I'm really busy. I got stuff to do. Your last idea sucked. So I don't really want to air. All right, sorry. And that is the part I played. Now, I might actually have thought his last idea wasn't that bad, but I'm in a mood. He hit me up. Whatever the case is, I'm playing the part. Him pushed out me playing the part just because someone outside of you thinks something it doesn't matter what matters is what you think what you've demonstrated to yourself what you talk about to yourself how about showing off I have a fun little cool story and this is really a guy thing for sure But I think girls do it in their own ways, maybe looks, maybe flirting. I don't know. You guys probably have your own version of showing off. It's probably very cool, and love to see some comments as to what that is. Give away your fellow lady friend. But for us guys, it's doing stupid things. All of you ladies have seen us guys. Guys, you're like, yeah, totally. All of us guys do these stupid things. We show off, try to act how macho we are, how strong we are, how rich we are, whatever. Mine, when it wasn't even to impress ladies which really bothers me. Like, that's an acceptable time to do something stupid if you're trying to impress a lady. I'm kidding, kind of, sort of, almost. (laughs) But in my case, it was a bunch of fellow dudes, which generally almost always leads to no good. In fact, most of these stories usually start as, yeah, so me and some fellows were drinking, and then we did blah. And you just know wherever the story goes, someone got hurt, someone broke something, it didn't work out well. In my case, we weren't drinking, but we were at work, and there was these big. I worked in a warehouse at the time. Big metal poles. They're probably, I don't know, about that big around. They're huge, really wide. But it was big poles, right? Like, and this guy's like, "How do you think you could climb up that pole and touch that thing that was up?" And it was probably like above what I could reach. I don't know, three feet. Like, it didn't seem very far. It wasn't like they were asking me to climb up, you know, ten feet or something crazy. I'm like, "Yeah, I could totally do that." So, being a brilliant individual, that's stupid. I jump up to try to first, you know, get up a little bit, right? So by jumping up, that helped me with that first couple inches. Well, ah, oh, the best part about jumping up was I hit my chin on the pole on the way up. So then it kind of squitched. So that was like, cool. So like I jacked my chin. And then as I was trying to squeeze around the pole tight enough to hold myself, not so much with my legs, more with my arms, because I'm an idiot. I hear this in my chest. And I feel great pain immediately. And I knew exactly what it was because it happened one other time in my life. I cracked a rib. <laughs> I still climbed up a little further. I got to the line and then I scoochied down. And then I was like, oh my God, I'm in so much pain. And by the way, for anyone that's ever cracked a rib, you you know what I'm talking about. One of the most painful things. It's funny. I used to laugh at like the, when it was I- injured. And I just thought of it like someone could mug me so easily when I'm in this state simply by saying, Hey, give me all your money or I'll touch you. And you'd be like, oh no, here's my wallet, man, just don't touch me, just don't touch me, it'll hurt so bad. Right, like coughing, everything hurt, everything hurt. Oh my lord, good times. So, showing off, bad idea. Ego, mm, never works. And then the other thing is, like I said, and this kind of ties into trying to demonstrate, but just trying to prove stuff to other people. You're going to get yourself in trouble. The ego does generally not. I don't know the good points. It's got a moral compass. So it's one of the things, socially acceptable behaviors. So most of the time the ego's looking out for you. But a lot of the times, socially acceptable things are like getting a lot of likes, getting a lot of thumbs up. Well, those things oftentimes come at a price. And it's really important to understand that what goes on inside of us is what really matters. You're trying to manifest something. It's your personal journey. It's to prove to you. It's your story to write. It's your story to author, your story to view firsthand, and your story to appreciate. Will others appreciate it? Some. Will as many as we want? No, not even close. No, they won't. You can manifest it. I still don't think it happens that way because ultimately it's all about us. It's us pushed out. Everything is. Now, if you need adoration, yeah, you might be able to manifest that kind of life where you're up on a stage and all the time people are like throwing their underwear at you and everywhere you go. But one of the funny things that comes with those kinds of lives is you lose the ability to go out in public. So there are trade-offs, by the way, with things we manifest. So many of us are chasing this ideal. We want everybody to know. And we haven't actually thought the ideal through very well. So it's another thing to consider sometimes that the ego is not real fond of. It's like, yes, I want to be up on the stage. I want everybody to be clicking their cameras at me or whatever their phones or whatever the hell, right? And then the reality sets in like, yeah, I've got everything I want. I can't go to the grocery store anymore. I can't go anywhere without putting on a costume because I get recognized. I'm not saying this is happening to me yet. By the way, I look forward to the day when I meet my first YouTuber that's like, oh, you're Dan, radio stuff? Like, I can't even, that's going to be an exciting day for me. And I will tell you guys when it happens. It has not happened yet. I mean, I definitely know some of the people that know I'm on a channel, but they don't count. They're friends of mine already, and I told them about my channel different. So it is the way it plays out. Life happens perfectly. And if our motivations to do what we're doing, such as me doing these videos, are pure and of the right perspective, then ultimately it doesn't matter what happens on the outside, does it? So many of us focus too much on that outside. This is about your journey. This is about your desires. This is about you. You know, a lot of people are like, oh, it's all about me. Yes, it is. Mostly. There's parts where we play in other roles and certainly I think we should give to another and what you do for another, you do for me. There's, right? There's adages to say, hey, don't be just selfish. Don't buy all the toilet paper at the grocery store. Save a little for others. You only need four rolls. Get four rolls. Don't get 80. But at the same time, it's about you. Everything's happening for you, to you. What you notice around you is your creation, is your part of the story, is your movie scene. What you do with it is up to you. But I will say, whenever it is about everything outside of ourselves, when it's up to them to give me the adoration or to show them how great I am or to show them how law of attraction works or to show them how YouTubing works, you get yourself in a lot of trouble because that is not the energy, that is not the motivation, that is not the reason for manifestation. Manifestation is all about us controlling our thoughts. We are in a playground. We are in a world where our thoughts become made real. And a lot of us have a hard time focusing those in a proper way. Law of attraction is one of the spiritual things that's out there right now that is making people aware of the fact that our thoughts have power. So we create what we're saying, but when we do it for the wrong reasons, when we do it to illustrate to the wrong people, you will find that you will shoot yourself in the foot every single time. Every single time. You are not here to prove to others. You are here to prove to you. And you will demonstrate to others by what you accomplish, not by what you say, not by what you're trying to do, not by what you're creating currently, by what you actually create. Let your actions speak much louder than any words you ever utter. Internally, yes, play all three. Actions, words, deeds, thoughts, whatever all that stuff. Externally, you're just a cool person doing your thing, going about life. If someone asks you about law of attraction, feel free to talk. But you are not trying to prove anything to those around you unless you plan on failing. Dan Radio Style.